Hi, and welcome to My ADHD Superpower Is, a podcast about reframing ADHD by focusing on what we excel at, both in our professional and personal lives. My name is Sean, and I was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 42. I always believed that you had to be an eight-year-old fidgety boy to get diagnosed with ADHD. It wasn't until I read an article about ADHD in women that I realised I had many of the same struggles and characteristics growing up. For years, I labelled myself as lazy or useless at certain things that others found really easy, like paying bills or attending and remembering appointments. And the ADHD diagnosis meant that I finally had an explanation for those struggles. ADHD isn't always a superpower, but by choosing to focus on our unique strengths and by being more accepting and forgiving of our weaknesses, I believe that we can live happier, more fulfilled lives. You're in the right place if you want to know how you can survive and thrive with ADHD in the corporate environment and how you can juggle many hobbies and be a parent and generally succeed at adulting in a neurotypical world. Boy, have we got a topic for you this week. It's This week it's on hyper-focusing. So for those of you with ADHD, you're probably kind of nodding in recognition and you and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those who don't have ADHD or maybe parents of children with ADHD, um, hyper-focusing is when you have a really particular kind of fascination or interest in something that can happen for like quite extended periods of time. And it normally kind of means that you're so focused that you've kind of shut the world out. So these can be kind of interests that you, you know, have for a long time, or they might just be a topic that you're looking up for whatever reason, you know, something, something piques your interest, and then you kind of look into that topic. I have a couple of kind of things that I do that I would consider to be hyper-focuses. I have periodic kind of hyper-focuses where I think of one that I um, happened to me probably a few months ago now. Um, I was listening to um, the radio and I heard Alanis Morissette come on and I was never really a massive fan of her but you know when I was growing up in the 90s um, a lot of my friends had all of her albums and I and I do know all of the words to the songs even though I never really had had her albums Anyway, um, this kind of triggered me to kind of go down um, a rabbit hole of looking on Wikipedia and then going on to YouTube. And before I knew it, I think I think I started looking into this at nine o'clock in the morning. And then I don't think I even ate anything or drank anything. And it was kind of 2pm. And I thought, wow, I've, I've really lost a whole day here, you know, looking up, looking up Alanis Morissette's life story. So yeah, not a particularly productive, but if anyone asks me any trivia questions on Alanis Morissette, then I'm I'm your man. There's a variety of <laughs> usefulness of this kind of hyper focusing, but yeah, I I would say I do have some others that are more kind of productive and maybe help more helpful in my career and Something that I'm really passionate about is video editing. I got into video editing about, oh, I want to say 10 years ago because I had I had a blog at the time 
Um, and the blog topic was on running and kind of women's fitness. So I would film races and I would, I would film myself exercising and, and sometimes film some of my, um, trips that I would do and, you know, make a short kind of three minute video that I would post on YouTube. Not, not a huge amount. And I, and I kind of really got into that and I, I found it quite easy because I guess because of, because of this sort of hyper-focused kind of obsessive kind of, um, mentality that I think a lot of people with ADHD and autism have, um, I was able to really pick up kind of using the technology really quickly and, and, you know, um, spending hours watching things on YouTube, how to, how to use iMovie that I was using at the time. I've kind of moved on since and now using kind of more, more advanced kind of video editing programs, but that's kind of how I started. And, um, yeah, this, this, um, kind of skill of mine has ended up being quite useful in my kind of corporate day job because quite often, um, we'll need to do videos, especially since COVID really, because now that a lot of people are working virtually and, you know, I work in a big global company, so I also work with colleagues in the US and other parts of the world. So we need to be able to kind of, um, do training and share content and kind of update people. So, so yeah, I've ended up, um, kind of creating some video content that has been shared widely. Some, sometimes the video content is just some fun, you know, like a Christmas video. And sometimes it's been kind of, you know, more, um, more work focused and kind of, um, yeah, more, more around some training that we're doing, for example. So yeah, I think some, t- I think this is how it can be a superpower if, if you're lucky and you're hyper-focused or the, the thing you're really passionate about, um, kind of can be productive at work or it can be monetized somehow. Um, yeah, I don't really encourage kind of monetizing your passions because, you know, I think that's very kind of capitalist and you don't need to be amazing at everything you do. You just need to, you just need to enjoy it. But I I do think, um, I'm lucky that this particular hyper-focus and thing that I love to do has, has really been helpful at my work as well. And has kind of meant that, you know, it's given me a bit more recognition at work and, you know, people, and it's something that people appreciate. So yeah, that's my hyper-focus. The, I think the issue that a lot of people who have ADHD or autism have is, is kind of this hyper-focus, um, you can't kind of turn it on on demand like, you know, oh, I have some homework to do or oh, I have a work project to do. You know, it, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. And and the hyper focus, like my example of sort of a Lannis Morissette, it can be a really not very helpful, a bit random kind of kind of thing. So, yeah, that's that's the only downside, I would say. And you can kind of lose time and, you know, before you know it, the weekend's gone and you've been sitting in your pajamas kind of going down a rabbit hole of Wikipedia and you don't even know how you got there and you don't even know what time it is and what day it is sort of thing. So you, yeah, it is not always terribly productive, but a lot of the time that there'll be something that will kind of translate into your work life or be helpful in your personal life as well, because 
you know, with my with my video editing um, as well, I've made family videos and things like that that we can kind of keep and treasure. So I think I think it really depends what your passions are, and you know, yeah. So so hyper focusing is a I do think it's a superpower, and you know, and I'm great in a quiz because. I know so many random things because it could have been something that I randomly kind of read about for hours. If you do have um, a friend or relative who has ADHD then, then and, you, and you're doing a pub quiz, then they're definitely going to be the person you want on your pub quiz. They might have a random knowledge of, of some topic. Yeah, so so that that's kind of hyper-focusing. Um, I'd love to hear also some examples of your of your topics that you and passions and things that you kind of hyper focused on and and kind of where you've lost time as well and random things that you've you've um, been looking into as well would be great to hear and that's the end of this week's episode um stay tuned and hit follow if you like what you hear and um, look out for new episodes coming every sunday thanks for listening